Hey fam, hello, hello, hello family. I am here with a word, okay? And we're gonna get right into this word because God has been speaking this word into my spirit child and I'm bringing it to you. And we're gonna go to John 11. We're gonna uh, start at verse one. <clears throat> Okay, we're going to lay this foundation first. God is saying he has brought you to what looks like a dead thing. He has led you into this, this area of where he's saying that he wants to bless you. He wants to prosper you. He wants to raise everything that has that looks like it's been dead. He wants to raise it back. But God is saying... That first of all, you got to roll away that stone. Mm, child, let me say it again. He said first, he needs you to roll away that stone. And that stone is your heart. That stone is the stubbornness of you just stuck in your ways of how you are thinking. But God is saying you got to come up higher. He said his ways is nothing like your ways. And he said his thoughts is nothing like your thoughts, Okay. You got to come up higher. And he said, you got to roll that stone away. That means how you think it should go. God saying, surrender that to me. You think it's going to go one way. You're looking at this and you're telling me it's dead. You're looking at this and you don't believe I can raise it. But God is saying, roll that stone away. He told me to come on here and say, roll that stone away in the name of Jesus. Because once what what what, what once was, sorry y'all, what once was, that's a tongue twister, was dead, is being raised to life. God has gave, gave me spiritual eyes to see that what you are looking at is not dead. How you look at yourself, you think that you think you wasted all this time and God is saying that time is not dead. He said, I'm about to raise you. You looking at your finances, them finances look dead, but God's saying he's about to raise them. God said, you're looking at your health, you're looking at that doctor's report and, 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 and it's, it's pronouncing you dead. But he said he's about to he's about to raise that thing. He said, roll the stone away. What you think is impossible is possible with God. Mm. Now let me let me let me let me let me read this to you. A man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. So you are in that situation, sick child. You ever been just sick? And I'm talking about that sick when you going through something, you like, Lord, I don't even understand. I thought it was looking one way, but now I don't see it. You just sick. <laughs> you ever felt that? Like, oh my God, Lord, there is no way. You telling me to start a business, but how, Lord, I don't have the finances. God is saying, listen, it just, it, it's, it's just sleep. It's just sleep. Listen. This is the Mary who later poured that is the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick. So the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the son of God will receive glory from this. So God is saying you looking at all these different circumstances in your life. You see in your life where things is sick. And he said, you've been praying. <clears throat> you've been sending people to pray. You've been you've been trying to tap in because you see the sickness in your life. 
family. Do not take this just as a, <coughs> a cough sick. No, where are you sick at in your life? What looks like it's dying in your life? God is saying, listen, this is not going to end in death. Yes, you see it. Yes, it looks bad. But he said it will not end in death. He said it will end with me getting the glory. This was done so the glory of God can be revealed. Okay. So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Finally, he said to the disciples, let's go back to Judah. So you've been praying, you've been fasting, you've been, you've been doing all that you could do. And you're like, Lord, why are you not moving? Lord, why am I stuck here? Lord, you don't see me. You telling me to just to give it up. I'm just going to leave it alone. You done told yourself you ain't even, now you just buried it. You like, it's dead. I ain't even about to worry about it no more. But Jesus, listen, he said, finally, he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. It's all about the time. It's, it's a time for everything under the sun. And sometimes the Lord will let you stay sick in that predicament because, listen, he says, the longer you sit there, the more my glory will be shown through it. The longer I allow this thing to, to keep on going, God, God is saying that when he finally acts, people will know that it was him. No one will be able to get the glory for what is happening in your life but Jesus Christ. Do you understand me? You're going to be like, they're going to be like, well, who could have did it? You're going to be like, I, listen, I thought I was dead. I thought it was over. So it, it, it was Jesus. It's the only thing that rose me back. But his disciples objected. Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day during the day. People can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of this world. But all night, but I mean, not all night, but at night, there is a danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. He said, my friend, because mm, he no longer call you slaves. He called you friend. He said, my friend, it looks, it looks like it's, it's, it's dead, but I'm telling you, it's sleep. It's sleep. People done tried to stone the word of God, meaning they tried to put doubt. They tried to make your heart hard to the promises of God. But he is saying, listen, I'm about to show you that it is very much alive. I'm about to show you that with one touch, I'm about to show you with this word going forth that it will not return back to me void, says the Lord. He's hey, listen, the God is saying <clears throat> that sometimes people will just speak up against what God is doing, not even realizing, not even realizing that they are causing doubt and a promise that God has given you. God is saying, you got to lean on him. You got to know what him and you got is, is, is it. It's everything. It's all you need. Y'all rock steady together. That's what you need to know. You don't need to be worried about what nobody else think, what nobody else is saying. You got to be willing to just be you and God and you trusting him that what is once was look dead is only sleep and that he is about to wake that situation up in your favor. Okay. It says, the disciples said, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. Child, let me tell you something. It very much looks dead in your life. But see, the, when you put on the mind of Christ, you realize that what is death? Death is nothing but a nap to God. That's, that's what it is. Death is, is, is forever for men. When, when people die, we be like, we ain't never going to see them again. But to God, it's just a nap. God's like, there's only sleep. 
You got to change your perspective. You got to come up higher in your thoughts. Okay. Okay. You might've got that late notice. Okay. You might've got that eviction notice, but God is saying he still needs you to come up higher because this situation is only but one word away from changing. When he sends his word forth, it does not return back to him void. Okay, you you might have lost everything. You might have got kicked out. You might have got your car repo. But God is saying, I'm bringing you into this abundant life I have promised you. Will you trust me? I need you to roll that stone away. I need you to believe me. I need you to believe what I'm speaking to you. I need you to understand that my word is bond. I need you to understand that once my word goes out, it produces plenty of fruit. That is what God needs you to understand, child. Um, and listen, so at verse, I'm sorry, cause my phone, I had hit the thing and then my phone went low. Hey, why? But I'm back at it. Verse 12, the disciples said, Lord, if he's sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he had told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there for now. You will really believe come let's go see him mm, see some of you you look you sitting there looking at the dead thing and, and the lord he being he's being straight with you yeah your finances is dry yeah that health report wasn't good yeah everybody turned their back on you yeah you getting betrayed yeah you done lost you done lost the car you done lost the house you don't got money to pay your bills yeah it's it's a, it's a dead thing it's dead but he's saying, listen, that happened when I wasn't there. That was that happened when I wasn't ready to act. I let that thing go on because once I show up, you are going to understand. You really are going to believe. You're going to see that when I produce, I produce. That's what you want to understand. God wants you to know that once it can look one way one day and then the next day, it could be totally different. One day it could be dead. Three days later, you, you back up. He wants you to understand, to just believe him. Even when it looks dead, he wants you to believe him. Even when it is dead, he wants you to believe him because his perspective is different. He knows what he's working with. He just wants you to believe him. He said, yeah, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there. For now, you will really believe. Come, let's let's go see him. See, a lot of times we'll be crying out to the Lord in that uncomfortable place, in that in that grave. We be crying out to God, like, Lord, can you please come save me? And you will feel so abandoned, you will feel so forsaken, but he's not speaking because he knows how serious his word is. And he knows that he he's going to show you, but it's just about the timing. You get me? He 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 knows what he's capable of doing. He just wants you to believe it. He wants you to believe that he is more than able to do this for you. He just wants you to believe him. He will let that thing stay dead just so you can believe that he can resurrect it. Mm, my God is good. Thomas nicknamed the twin said to his fellow disciples, let's go to and die with Jesus. When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. See, people that even walked with Jesus had doubt. They was even doubting him. But Jesus was firm in what he knew. He didn't let what others thought of him deter him or validate him. But he already knew, listen, <laughs> I'm about to raise Lazarus. 
No, that's how you have your mind set. It don't matter who tells you this thing is impossible. I'm here to tell you with God, all things is possible. I'm telling you that with your faith, you can move mountains. I'm telling you with your faith, you are unstoppable. I'm telling you that I don't care if that thing is in the, the grave rotten and it's stinking and it's nasty. I serve a God who says Lazarus come out and Lazarus comes out. Let me tell you something. You got to know that you know that you know. You got to know that you know that you know that you know. That his word will not return back to him void. Okay. When he when Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem. And many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. See, people around you, they just like, yeah, this is a dead thing. I don't see no potential. I don't see where this is going to get any better. People trying to console you, trying to coddle you in this. But listen, God is saying, stand firm in what I told you. You know what that vision I have placed on the inside of you. You know what I have told you. You know the promises I have made you. He says, stand firm. I don't care if all around you looks like a funeral. He says, you stand on my word. Okay, when Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would have not died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. See, mm, it be, it be, it be Martha for me. It be Martha for me, okay? It be Martha for me because she like, listen, I know that you can still do it. Now, I know you wasn't, if you was here, you, you he would have died, but I know still you can do it. Still, you could do it. And that's what you got to tell God. Like, Lord, I know that on my timing, I know you could have acted on my timing. But, Lord, I know that you still can do it. I know that even though it doesn't look like what I envisioned it to look like, I know that you are still able. I know that you can do all things. That's the hard posture God wants to see in you. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Change your perspective. The Lord is talking to her like he about to rise. No, not, not at the last day. I'm about to rise, raise him now. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Oh, my God said, I am the resurrection and the life. See, you got to know that you know that Jesus is the resurrection. He is the life child. So anywhere that he touches, anywhere that he touches in your life, it has to resurrect. He has to bring life to it because that's who he is. That is who he is. That is in his DNA to be the resurrection and the life. And let me tell you something, that spirit lives inside of you. You have a spirit inside of you that the grave cannot hold child jesus was so powerful and he still is powerful they thought that they could could silence him by killing him they thought okay if we murder him we can silence him because he's too powerful but let me tell you something that that only activated the the glory glory once we see that jesus could could raise from the dead he's unstoppable (laughs) he's unstoppable and that's what's on the inside of you i need you to tap into this listen i need you to tap into what is within you the word of god says for the same spirit that raised christ from the dead is living in you so inside of you you have the spirit of resurrection inside of you you have the spirit of life and i need you to allow that thing to spring forth child This word, all this word is doing is stirring what God has placed on the inside of you. I'm bringing you back into that secret place God had you when he was forming you in your mother's womb. And the Lord was telling you all the good things about yourself. All I'm doing is is, is I'm refreshing your memory. 
This is nothing new. This is what's already on the inside of you. I'm not saying you can buy it for $9.99. I'm not saying that you can, you can go down to the Walmart and pick it up. I ain't saying it. It's already on the inside of you. You don't got to look nowhere but look within. That's all you got to do. You have the resurrection within you, child. Whew, let, me, let me keep going. Okay. <laughs> okay, Holy Spirit move. He says, anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. He says, so even in that situation, if you believe in me, it will live. I don't care. He said, it will live. I don't care how long it's been in the grave. He said, if you believe in me, that thing will live. Mm, child, believe him. Believe him. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? I need you to put your name right here. Do you believe this? Do you believe everyone who lives in Jesus and believes believes in Jesus will never ever die. Do you believe this? I believe the Lord in the name of Jesus. I believe that he is the resurrection and I believe that he has placed that spirit within me. I believe that he is the life and he has placed that spirit within me, child. So I know when I touch a thing, it has to come back to life. I need you to go touch your doctor's report. I need you to go touch your bank statement. I need you to go touch your bills. Can I even tell you something? Well, I, the two places that I have moved to, each time I went and I went and I sat in the parking spot, right? And this place I live at right now, the Lord told me, he told me to go up to the, to the like banister. He said, touch it. He said, just touch it, child. Because I was feeling defeated, child. I was feeling defeated when I was about to move because everything that could go wrong could go wrong, child. I mean, even my transmission and my car went right before I moved, child. Everything was going wrong. And God told me, he said, go touch it. He said, go touch it, child. And now he's revealing to me it's because of the resurrection. When I touched it, it activated the life back into me. I realized that I could keep going, child. And that is what God's telling you to do. He said he wants you to go touch that dead thing. He said it will come to life <laughs> because the resurrection is within you, child. The life is within you. He said, I just want you to tap into it, child. Go touch it. He said, go touch your business plans. He said, all I want you to do is touch it. Who listen, my God is good. <laughs> He's so good. He blows my mind. Yes, Lord. She told him, I have always believed you are the Messiah, the son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. Then she returned to Mary. She called Mary aside from the morning mourners and told her the teacher is here and wants to see you. So Mary immediately went to him. I'm here to tell you in the situation that you were in. That Jesus wants to see you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to touch you. He wants you to take the impartation he is offering you. That is what God wants today. That is his heart towards you today. Then she returned to Mary. She called Mary aside from the mourners and told her the teacher is here and wants to see you. So Mary immediately went to him. Jesus had stayed outside the village at the place where Martha met him. When the people who were at the house consoling Mary saw her leave so hastily, they assumed she was going to Lazarus' grave to weep. 
So they followed her there. See, the Lord allow you to be in mourning with these people. He'll allow people to see, see the dead thing happen. But he said, I'm just drawing a crowd. I'm just drawing a crowd. He said, didn't I tell you if you, if you use my name, if you lift my name up, I will bring all men to me. So in the middle of you mourning, you got to say, but Jesus said he wants to see me. You got to say, but I believe that he is the son of God. I believe that God has sent him into the world. I know that Jesus is going to show up. I know Jesus is going to show out on my behalf. That is what God is looking for. He's looking for your heart posture. He's looking for a person that's willing to do his will in your, in your life. He wants a person that's going to fully surrender to him. That is what he's looking for. And he says, and when you do that, I will draw the crowd that's watching you, watching you more. He said, I will draw the crowd to me and they're going to see how I will bless you. He said, just surrender to me. Mm, child. He said, just come into this meeting with me, child. He said, come and sit and talk to me. He said, I will give you revelations. He said, I will tell you things that you have never even imagined. He said, I want to give you an impartation. He said, I want to bless you. He said, I want to impregnate you by my word. That is what God is saying, child. Who Jesus when Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him and he was deeply troubled. Where have you put him? He asked them. Let me tell you something. God do not play. God does not play about his children. He see his children in pain. He see them hurting and guess he knew that in their hearts they didn't believe that he could do this. But also he, he see the pain. He see that what sin has brought into the world. So when God's looking at you, he sees the pain. He sees the hurt. He's deeply troubled by what's going on within you. It's just like the Israelite child where he had told uh, uh, Moses to go. But in the in the process, Jesus knew it was time. I know he wasn't Jesus. Yet. It was God, but it was Jesus. He knew it was it was time to act he said he knew it was time to set them free he knew that they needed him and that is how God is looking down at that situation he's watching you he's with you he's right there in the midst of it and he's saying listen he said I know it's time to act he said I understand that that these Egyptians have been harsh on you he says I see it he said now I know it's time for me to act on your behalf he said, where have you put him? What, 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 what have you done? Where, where do you want? Where did you put the dead thing? Where did you throw, throw your dreams away at? He said, where is it at? He said, I need you to get it up. Where have you put it? Where have you put your vision he has given you? Where have you put your hope? Where have you put your faith? He said, where is it? They told him, Lord, come and see. Then Jesus wept. Child, mm. I know that's a banger because everybody knows that Jesus wet. But that shows you how much he cares about you. How much you mean to him. How much he wants to raise you. How much that he wants you to experience life and life more abundantly. That's, that's how much you mean to him. He, he is full of compassion towards you. A lot of times people be like, well, I got to get into my Bible. got to get into my Bible because you think you're doing God a favor. But is all you're doing is you're doing yourself a favor. You're, you're seeing what the heart of God looks like. He's allowing you to be intimate with him and get into his mind. 
He's saying, if you will get into my word, that situation you were in will look like a mustard seed. Would you feel like you're drowning? And he said, if you give me a chance, he said, listen, I will show you that you it will not consume you. That you will not drown. If you tap into my word and you get into my mind and you understand, he said, you will understand that everything you are going through is a small thing compared to who I am. That's what the Lord is saying. It's a small thing compared to who I am. Because he is who he is. He said, I am who I am. Child. The people who were standing nearby said, see how much he loved him? But some said this man healed a blind man. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb. A cave with a stone rolled across the entrance. See, the Lord, he be a part of why he be angry. Because like you ever be like, you know what you're capable of. And people just aggravating you. Because you're like, I can help you if you just listen. I will help you if you just believe me. And that is how God is looking at some of you. He He's frustrated because he's like, I see you. I want you to know that I see you. I feel you. I'm so intimate with you. I understand. I'm looking at that very place in you that needs to be healed. And he's saying, if you surrender to me, he said, if you turn to me and you remove every vain imagination, he said, if you put down every idol, I'm telling you, I will give you life. Believe in me. Oh, Jesus. Okay. This is the part right here that the Lord kept on bringing up to me. Roll the stone aside, Jesus told them. Listen, when you take that doubt, when you take that fear, when you take that unbelief, and you say, I ain't doing it. God said that I'm about to have A, B, and C. God said he is about to send me on a firm foundation. God has told me by his stripes, I am healed. God has told me that I am forgiven, and he has moved my iniquities as far as the east is from the west i'm not gonna not believe that i'm not forgiven i am gonna walk into the abundance of forgiveness right when you roll the stone aside all your rebellious thoughts when you roll that to the side jesus told them but martha the dead man's sister protested the lord he had been dead for four days the smell will be terrible jesus responded didn't i tell you that you would see god's glory if you believe god is saying he don't care how nasty and how dirty it has gotten in that pit that you have been sitting in he's saying didn't i tell you aren't i telling you right now that you will see my glory if you believe me if you believe me you will see the glory of god Mm, child he will put to shame all of your idols that's what i heard the lord saying he said i will put that idol to shame if you put it down if you believe in me i will reveal my glory to you mm, jesus so they rolled the stone aside this is what happened when you will roll the stone aside when you when you finally choose to, to plant your feet on this firm foundation you say lord i surrender it all i don't know how it's going to get done i don't know how you're going to do it but i know your ways ain't nothing like my ways when you finally say this then Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me, but I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here so they will believe you sent me. Then Jesus said, shouted, Lazarus, come out. Child, that's what happened. So he, he, we already know that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. 
He's interceding for you. Right now, he is the high priest. He has entered into the most holy place. And I'm here to tell you, he is right there talking to God on your behalf. And he's saying, once you surrender this to me, once you roll that stone to the side... I'm going to speak on your behalf, child. He says, once you believe that my name carries weight, once you believe that I am at the right hand of the Father, once you believe that I am praying for you and interceding for you, he said, once you believe that, you're going to see Lazarus come out. Mm. And you're going to see how fast he does it. Child, he went there on a mission. He might have he might have waited four days to get there. He might have waited some time to get there. But when the Lord get there, he on a mission. He like, all right. Let me show you what I'm working with. And the dead man came out. His hands and feet bound in grave clothes. His face wrapped in head cloth. Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. Child, if Lazarus wasn't bound by death, they had my man's bound. But Jesus said, unwrap him and let him go. That enemy that think he got your stuff, all it takes is for the Lord to say, unwrap it and give it to her. That enemy that got your health up in a chokehold, all he got to do is say, let her go. That's all he got to do. I'm telling you, it's a small thing to a giant. That situation you are going through, it, it seems big to you because, listen, you need the strong man to plunder the strong man's house. But I'm here to tell you, all my God got to say is come out. All he got to say is unwrap it. You done buried this thing. This thing has been dead to you. The doctor done gave you a report and you done got your orders and affair and affairs together, child. But all you got to do is lean on God. I'm telling you. And he will say unwrap him. Let him go. That situation you in could be as dead as dead could look. As dead as dead could look. You could be sitting at that grave morning. But I'm here to tell you. That Jesus wants to talk to you. Just how Martha went to go tell Mary. And Mary seen the glory of God. Be revealed. Mm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It, he's willing and he's able to do it in your life. I wouldn't have came on here if I didn't believe what God was speaking in my spirit, child. I just kept on hearing him say, roll that stone out. Roll that stone out. Roll that stone out. For days, he just been saying, roll the stone aside. Roll the stone aside. And that is what God is speaking. That is his heart towards you. Roll that stone aside. You don't got to believe in yourself. Believe in me. Mm, that's what I hear God saying. A lot of you don't think that you're capable to do what God has called you to do. He said, you don't got to believe in yourself. I believe in you. You just believe in me. And as I'm believing in you and you believing in me, you're going to watch this miracle birth. Child, listen, just like Mary. Mary was like, I'm a virgin. How am I going to have a child? And let me tell you about the God that I serve. He, she believed in him, right? And in her believing in him, he placed that baby in her womb. And as that baby started growing, her body understood the assignment. And Jesus gave birth to the son of God. Do you understand me? And that's the same power that he has today. That's the same power he going to have tomorrow. Is, is, are you going to tap into it? I want you to say right now, I hear the spirit of God saying, he's saying, listen, just come to me willing to receive and I will blow your mind. Come to me with your ears wide open and I will blow your mind. He said, I will not be slow to act. This thing can be birthed by tomorrow. This thing can be fixed by next week. This thing can be fixed in an hour. He's telling you, listen, if you come to me with your ears wide 
wide open, ready to receive what I have for you. I will blow your mind. I will do things that you've never imagined. I will do things that will still have you awestruck. I will do things that will have you dumbfounded. I will do things that you will not even be able to explain. All you will be able to say is, but God, that's all the Lord is looking for. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pray for you. And then I'm going to let you go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for your word, Lord. I thank you for the purpose that you have given us all, Lord. I thank you for your resurrection power, Lord. I thank you for the life that you have placed on the inside of us, Father God. And Lord, I'm praying for this child receiving this word, Lord. I'm praying that she no longer looks at her situation as a dead thing, Lord. But she knows that with you, she can receive life and life more abundantly, Father God. I'm praying that as she believes, Lord, as her faith is activated in you, Father God, that you will blow her mind as you said you was, Lord. I'm telling you, Father God, as you said in your word, eyes have not seen, Lord, and ears have not heard, Lord, all the things that you have planned for those that believe in you, Father God. And we know that that thing is Jesus Christ, Lord. Allow her to have an experience with you, Father God, that will leave her breathless, Lord. Allow her to experience your splendor. Allow her to experience your glory, Lord. Shower her with your presence. Shower her with your mercy. Shower her with your grace, Father God. I pray that your will be done in her life, Lord. I pray that she surrenders. I pray that every idol, everything trying to get in the way of her relationship with you, Father God, that she will lay it down before your feet, Father God, and you will blow her mind, Lord Jesus. And it's in your name, Father, that I say, take the glory, take the honor, and take the praises. I don't want it, Lord. I surrender it to you. It is in your name. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. I'm telling you, child, I be praying. You can't tell me I ain't in the holies of holies. I know I be feeling the presence of God, but I be praying, child. You ever be praying with your eyes closed and you got to open your eye up like Jesus? Wait a minute. Where am I still here? <laughs> but um, I'm going to let you go. And I want to close that out like this because I felt it in my spirit when I was praying. Repent for your sins. Okay, because the kingdom of heaven is near. The kingdom of heaven is near. I know that my father hears me. I know that my father is more than capable of everything I spoke to you today. And I want you to repent and get yourself ready because he's going to blow your mind. My God is not going to not show up because I believe that he will. I believe that he will blow your mind. I believe that he will do things that no eye has seen, no ear has heard. I know that he will do all that he has planned for you. I know that all, all things is about to work together in your life because you love God and it's according to the call and the purpose over your life. I know my God is about to do it for you, child. And I'm going to let you go because, listen, these rivers, I'm telling you, these rivers be in my belly. <laughs> I open my mouth and the floodgates just flow out. So I'm going to let you go. And I love you so, 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 so much. But let's not forget that most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.